can't quit because I got other people that's going to depend on me or looking up to me. And someone like my son, who's only one years old now, he's going to be looking up to me and he's definitely going to be looking up to his older brother. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so like we, we got to show him the right way to do things. At the end of the day, fitness, self-defense, uh, fighting sports, I don't think it's ever going to go away. I think that's a market the people are always going to love. They're always going to get in shape. They're always going to want to learn how to defend themselves and also learn, like, they, people love watching combat sports. This kid came up to me. He was like, Coach, I want to train. Okay, cool. Didn't see him for two weeks. He finally showed up. He's like, Coach, man, I'm sorry. I, I, I haven't been there. I, I've been busy. I was like, you've been busy? Really? And I, and, I, and I start to run off my life. You raising three kids? You running a business? You working on two master's degrees? Not only did I come back with a win, I came back with a finish. And then now we're getting ready for my fifth pro fight, main event championship, December 15th, you know, in Denver, Colorado, finally back at home. We don't have to travel to Texas. Yeah. I watched his son fight. When he finished the guy this way, that way, like he, just, he probably just went on YouTube and just kind of just, just, just watch all our fights. But then you start to realize it's like, you, you know, we actually like an inspiration to the next generation. Or like, like, like the things that we do, I say that for myself, of course, but even someone like, like young like him, you are inspiring the next generation, the next kids. They are watching you. They are watching us. And, and, and to be able to show them how to do things the right way, how to be dedicated, how to sacrifice, how to go after your dreams, how to take a punch and give a punch, I think is so motivational. And that's something I think Victory MMA do very well. We have to get ready, not just for the show, but for the like UFC level. Because once he gets there, it's one thing to make it there, it's another thing to stay there. Welcome to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast, where we discuss business principles and provide real life insight into the lives of everyday business owners and entrepreneurs. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe or leave a review wherever you might be listening. We interrupt this program to bring you our sponsors, the people who help make this show possible. Franchise Succeed! They specialize in helping small to mid-sized businesses grow through franchising, offering a full range of services from legal and financial considerations to marketing and sales. With over six decades of experience, the team at Franchise Succeed has a unique perspective on franchising, offering tailored strategies for both new and existing franchisors. They'll guide you through every step of the franchise process. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, visit FranchiseSucceed.com to schedule a free consultation Dope Tees. Our next sponsor is Dope Tees. What? Yes, a brand that's all about elevating your wardrobe game. Yeah. They're on a mission to provide dope clothing that not only looks killer, but also makes you feel like a million bucks. Ooh. Their designs are fresh and their quality is top notch. And they're all about making a statement. Mm -hmm. We couldn't be happier to have them on board as a sponsor. And we're pumped to see what new incredible things we're going to accomplish together. That was pretty good. I was pretty enthusiastic. Yeah. D-O-P-E-T-E-E. Z. Biz. Our next sponsor is Pinnacle, Pinnacle Advanced, Advanced Primary, Primary Care. Care. Imagine a healthcare experience that's truly tailored to your needs. Mm. Let, me, let me imagine it. Oh, I got it. Pinnacle Advanced Primary Care is revolutionizing the way we think about healthcare. Their model is straightforward. You pay monthly subscriptions directly to your primary care physician. This means no insurance companies or third-party players involved. Pinnacle believes in a healthcare system that's more personal, more accessible, and ultimately more effective. That's Pinnacle APC. Dot com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the COS Business Podcast. Today we have on two special guests, Gilbert and Elijah Smith. So Gilbert runs Victory MMA right off of Academy, 
right where all the construction is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, definitely right have now, not currently. been helping my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, tell us. Uh, we'll let you take it off this time, Elijah. Yeah. Um. So I think the last time I was here, I was, you know, two and zero. Now that we're uh back in the game, getting ready for a fight. Um, a lot has happened. A lot has happened. So, uh, I just want to be able to, you know, bring you guys into into my world and let you guys uh give you guys a little insight of what's going on what's what's happened you know all the transitions we've been able to uh acquire through this time so yeah i'm ready to get into it well it's been it's been a year since you've been on yeah. almost to the day i believe yeah and uh a year ago so you said a lot of time, a lot of things have changed right yeah when we last interviewed you you were 2 and 0 yeah and you're having a fight. I think that was last December as well, right? Yeah. That third pro fight of yours. Yeah. Something. I always, something about December always. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always active in December. <laughs> right. But yeah, like you said, uh, I was two and zero, getting ready for uh my third pro fight, and I finally took my uh I took my first loss, mm-hmm. and uh from that I gained uh, a lot of you know experience in the cage. Uh, really learned about myself. Uh, look back and looking looking back at the fight, you know there was a lot of things that I knew I had to clean up and you know just just get better. You know it was just the opportunity to get better. So now you we're here. You wrote a song about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Made a song about it. Dropped a music video, <laughs> and uh, September S- September first of this year, uh, I made my comeback. And uh, not only did I uh, come back in a with the win, I came back with a finish. And then now. Like I said, we're getting ready. Uh, we're getting ready for my f- uh, fifth pro fight. Yeah, dang, that goes by fast. I remember when I made my pro debut. But um, yeah, we're making my f- uh, fifth pro fight, f- uh, main event championship, December fifteenth. You know, in Denver, Colorado. Finally back at home. We don't have to travel to yeah. Texas. So uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 gonna be an exciting one. And I just want to you know dabble into that and uh, bring you guys, like I said, bring you guys into my world. Well, what a whirlwind, first and foremost, because anybody in business or in life, we all know about loss. Yeah. And like the humbling experiences it is to to, to be defeated in something, right? Yeah. And it's how you take those situations specifically and run with it that will break, it'll make your character, who you are as a man. You're, yeah. young, you're a young man. And you, like you said, you're five, you're on your fifth pro fight. Yeah. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Like how was, when you, when you had that loss, I'm sure it hurt. Yeah. Was it, there moments of like self doubt, or did you want to get back in the gym right away? Like, definitely, definitely, okay. definitely self doubt. I mean, after the fight, um, I tried to uh, I tried to not think about it. I tried to uh, you know move on, but it's just something. It's just one of those things that like it's always in the back of your head. Like you know you don't want to you don't want this to happen again. So I think um, when I was going into my last fight, I was uh, I wanted to make sure I was as prepared as 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 much as possible like I didn't want to feel like I was shortchanging myself and throughout that fight camp I was going through ups and downs and you know trying to see like if I if I still got it like you you start having those self-doubt moments like yeah. what's what's going on in my, in my still that same fighter mm-hmm. so um to go back in there and uh get back on a winning uh, on a winning streak that kind of like that that brings back your confidence you're like okay we, we we were able to learn from the loss and we come back and we get a win you know we're not you know we're not far off from where we're uh, supposed to be and then what another thing that helped me out was uh i would check like other fighters like guys who are in the ufc and i would check out their first three four fights and if you see them 
they 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 all start out the same, almost like my story. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is this is part of the game. So I can't get you know too too down on myself about this mm-hmm. one loss. You know, it happens to everybody. It happens to the greats. Yeah. So where you're like, oh, I can't be Floyd Mayweather anymore. Yeah, <laughs> said, damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that that that's the one. I'm like, man, I I, I didn't want to take a loss now, but I mean, it's sure. a it's a blessing. It, it really is. It's a it's eye opening. Um, yeah, you just got to keep going with it, and I guess that's where you figure out if 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 this if this game is for you, the fight game. Mm-hmm. You know, some people they take a loss and they're like, damn, I kind of kind of don't want to do this anymore and uh i went through i went through those same emotions and uh just kept going with it just kept grinding through and i'm like okay no I, I'm, I'm where i'm supposed to be i know where i'm supposed to be and it's here that's awesome and it's man. right here that's awesome and i'm sure you have a lot of great teammates to lean on your dad included and yeah definitely. any words of advice from any of those like your teammates or your dad during that time oh yeah like there there'll be times where um you know i have a bad day and they just like hey yo they just remind me everybody has their days every training session can't be your best training session so um especially you know when you're getting closer and closer to the fight start getting those emotions and people hitting you up and you know you just you're you're just on an emotional roller coaster obviously coming off of a win as well or off of a loss you know you don't want to go back to back on, on a losing streak so just keeping those guys uh, and my dad around me, you know, just keeping me motivated, telling me some of the, even some of the stuff they're like, hey, uh, like, keep up, like, that's a good jab. Okay, it's just little things like that that just keep you going. You're like, all right. Little jabs. Like yeah, that. exactly. Just <laughs> a quick jabs. little jab. <laughs> the best kind of jabs. Yeah, not the yeah. bad jabs. Yeah. 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 Positive reinforcement. Yeah. Positive reinforcement. It, it matters. I, I tell you what. The thing that, that really showed me that Elijah is something special I've cornered a lot of fighters, but the one thing that showed me that he was something special, after he got knocked out in the third round, and mind you, that's my son. Seeing that was not easy, but I had to maintain my emotions because if I get too emotional, then he's going to get emotional. But when I walked up to him, the first thing he said to me is like, I need to quit my job. The first thing he said to me Mm -hmm. in, in that sense was, I need to go all in. I cannot keep going halfway, missing practice, coming up with excuses. I need to be all in. Now I told him, I was like, I don't I don't know if you need to quit your job. You still need to make money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But that thought process really showed me that he he's in this for real. Yes, we didn't win, but it didn't break him. He's already thinking on what he needs to do to get better. Mm-hmm. Like right after like I walk into the cage, his first words to me was, I need to quit my job. And, and like and most guys, they crying, they mad, they angry, they like in, in disbelief or coming up with excuses or whatever. He's mm-hmm. already thinking, how can I get better? Yeah, and yeah. that's special. Mm-hmm. I I think it's just one of those things. It's like um, I I always always knew growing up that I, I was I felt like I was gonna be an athlete in something. I thought it was gonna be football. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get that size. <laughs> I didn't get the right <laughs> size. Um. So to be able to call myself a professional MMA fighter, I knew I always had the talent, some type of talent. I think just losing, you know, it just felt like I felt my younger self. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I never want to feel that again, you know, and um, just keep going, keep going. And like I like what my dad said, you know, just positive re- reinforcements. Everybody has their bad days. It's how you come back from the bad days. So, 
you know, we stay in the gym. And I thought about, you know, I, like I said, I, I told him, I said, man, I need to, I think I need to quit my job. Because I'm like, if I want to make it to the next level, this has to be my job. Mm -hmm. This has to be my everything. Obviously, you know, life happens. I can't quite do that right now. Yeah. But that's where that's where I was with my mindset. That's where I was, was trying to figure out how do I get to the next level? Yeah. Because it doesn't get easier from here. Yeah, and the funny thing about it is that our careers really kind of mirror, mirror each other <laughs> because I lost my first fight in my third professional uh, fight. So I went 2-0. I took on a guy that was 12 and four. He had 12 wins, four losses, 16 fights. I had only two, and I lost to a decision. He took on a guy, he was two and all. He took, he took on a guy that had eight fights. So it's like, we get the, we, we get these two wins, and somehow we, <laughs> we, we kind of jump the ladder a little bit too yeah. high, and we take an L, and then we bring it back down to where we're supposed to be. Mm. And the lesson, and the thing is, because we come back down to where we're supposed to be, but we already tasted that next level, we are better now. Mm -hmm. We are 100% better. And from there, I just ran off wins, and I made it to the UFC. And I believe my son is going to be like, he's going to be better than me in that sense uh, because he has the same mindset. He has the same work ethic. And honestly, we got a really great team. We got a lot of guys in the gym that I'm just like so proud of. Mm -hmm. The guys that are like that's been coming up in that victory MMA, their attitudes is just throughout the years, these guys are getting better and better and better, more motivated, more determined. And uh it's just super inspiring every time I walk in the gym. I just I be tired. I'm 42, dealing with all these young kids, you know, but these guys are just so inspiring to make me want to like have that energy and coach and and get and give good energy to, back to them. So it's a blessing. Well, let's yeah. talk about that a little bit more cuz for one, thank you guys so much for sponsoring our show and supporting yeah, us and being there for us. But we've talked about the gym before in the past and like the growth of it and like the level of great fighters that have come into that gym. Yeah, we've not talked to you in call it eight or nine months now. Um, yeah. What's what's been going on since last time we talked to you? I mean, Victory MMA has really grown tremendously. Uh, you know, um, we've been through so many like I would call it generations of fighters. You know, <laughs> back when I was the main fighter on the team. So we got a bunch of guys throughout the years, and I think the evolution is people keep getting better and better. But I also think I, I'm just getting better and better also as a coach. Yeah. I'm really learning more how to deal with people because the number one thing about coaching, and if you talk to any real coach, it's not about the X's and O's. You know, It's not about um, you know the punches and kicks and takedowns and chokes. That's easy to do. You go on YouTube and learn how to show a technique, right? But it's really how to deal with people's personalities. And, and how to relate to people. And sometimes I've, I've never, sometimes I didn't do it the best, you know, because my, my mindset is like, quit the bitching, let's work. And that may work for some and it doesn't work for everybody. Right. So I, I've been really working on trying to relate to people to where they're at, not where I want them to be, because they may not be ready for that physically, mentally, or emotionally. So sometimes the coach, I have to dial it down. Like, mm -hmm. like last mm -hmm. week, I told all my fighters, I said, you know what, we're going to have a uh, low-intensity week. Still going to work hard, but we're not going to be training three hours in a day. You know, we're going to train maybe two hours, less rounds, less intensity. I'm going to pull back the reins because we've been going so hard that now I want us to get like a little bit of a, of a, of a, like a recovery week, mm -hmm. which is something I never do. You know, something I'm like, we need to be training. We need to be training. We need to be training. No, I need my recovery. <laughs> right? yeah. I, I honestly sometimes don't even believe yeah. in rest. Yeah. But as I get more and more mature and, and respecting people's bodies and respected, like sometimes guys come from work and then they come to the gym. 
I have to like, you know, coach, I'm not feeling it today. All right, man, well, you came in, you got a little bit done. Go ahead and go home, take some rest. And before I'm like, they'd be like, hey, coach, I'm not feeling today. Okay, I don't care. Let's get on the mat. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think the evolution with that. Also, um, the gym has grown as far as like the connections we have made. Mm. Like I made more connections back with my old gym, Factory X, which is a world-renowned team. So now we're going up to Factory X and doing some some cross-training with them. Big UFC, UFC guys, top 10 guys. We got other gyms coming to our gym now. We got a gym called the Black Sheep. We got a gym in Pebble that's coming to us to train with us. So now we like really trying to bring in different people throughout the Colorado to really do some more cross training. That's something we didn't do a lot before. Yeah, yeah, we was kind of like just in our own world, you know. Yeah, that's but, really how it was. I I think the number one thing that I like, uh, especially going going back, you know, coming back home to the gym, and uh, I love cross training, but I love coming back to to our home gym and just like showing uh whoever you know the newbies like um they'll watch us and uh especially you know all the fighters or pro fighters they'll they'll watch us so to be able to set that example of like this is this is the type of work that you're going to need to put in if this you know if there's guys that want to come in who want to you know potentially become mma fighters or or boxing fighters you know we're, we're the ones who set the tone you know my dad he'll give them you know he'll give them the technique and stuff but we got to be the the tone setters we got to set the example so i think you know just coming into coming into practice and training and just being that that role model and showing guys like hey i'm doing the same thing that you're doing you know it just uh i think it gives them a little bit motivation as well and then once you start getting those those guys underneath you better yeah then you start having better training partners yeah, plus we, we got a kid um this kid named noah and like he came up to me uh, he's probably like i don't know 11 12 years old and he came up and he was like, Coach, I watch all your fights. And like, and then he was talking about my son. I, I watch his son fight. When he finished the guy this way, that way. Like he just, he probably just went on YouTube and just kind of just, just watch all our fights. But then you start to realize it's like, you you know, we actually like an inspiration to the next generation. Or like, mm-hmm. like, like the things that we do, and, and I say that for myself, of course. But even someone like, like young like him. You are inspiring the next generation, the next kids. They are watching you. Yeah. Yeah. They are watching us. And, and and to be able to show them how to do things the right way, how to be dedicated, how to sacrifice, how to go after your dreams, how to take a punch and give a punch, mm-hmm. I think is so motivational. And that's yeah. something I think Victory MMA do very well. Victory, Victory MMA. MMA. Victory MMA isn't just about a gym. It's a community built on hard work and dedication. Their classes, like jujitsu, focus on technique over brute force, making it accessible to everyone. Or if you're in the striking, their kickboxing and boxing classes are top notch, teaching everything from footwork to punches with precision and style. And the best part, they're currently offering a one-week trial for just 20 bucks. Really? That's insane. That's actually a really good deal. That's a great deal. Yeah. Head over to coloradovictorymma.com to start your journey with Victory MMA today. Epic Epic Eyewear. Our next sponsor is Epic Eyewear, a remarkable veteran-owned brand that's revolutionizing the way we think about sunglasses. At Epic Eyewear, they believe that designer quality doesn't have to come with a hefty price tag. Their range of stylish, durable, and comfortable sunglasses is crafted to cater to all your needs. Each pair is a blend of contemporary design and practical features, ensuring you look good and your eyes are protected, no matter where your adventures take you. So, if you're in the market for a new pair of shades, remember Epic Eyewear. Check out their collection today and elevate your eyewear Eyewear game. game. Our next sponsor 
is Planet, Planet Duct. Duct. Did you know what's lurking in your air ducts can impact your health and wallet? Planet Duct, a leader in air duct cleaning, uses the most powerful vacuum trucks in Colorado to ensure your indoor air quality is top notch. They bring a whole new level of clean to your home or business, helping you enjoy lower utility bills better respiratory health, and prevent damage to your HVAC system. And let's not forget about the dryer vent cleaning, essential for preventing fires and reducing drying times. Check them out at planetduck.com to learn more. Our next sponsor is Recon Marketing. They need- What does every business need, Andrew? A bathroom. And what else? Marketing. Digital marketing, right? <laughs> so let me tell you a little about Recon Marketing. We have around 30 years experience doing digital marketing. We offer paid search, paid social, SEO, web design, and we also have a new dashboard that we're offering our clients as well. All the data pull in there so our clients can check their data whenever they want. Did you know about that part? Find us at reconmarketingservices.com. It's funny about that kid, Noah. Um, he was telling me when I... Uh, you know, we was doing boxing drills, and uh, while my dad was giving instructions, he he uh, he nudged me over. He was like, "Hey, y'all, look up to you." I was like, "Oh, I don't I don't think I've ever had you know like somebody f fully come up to me and tell me that like it, it just hits you different. You're like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, for sure, definitely." Now, now I was like, I can't take a day off. I can't I can't stop. I can't you know I can't be lazy because you see that there's somebody who's looking at you. And if you're doing the wrong things, they're gonna pick up on those uh, on those tendencies. So it's it's pretty cool. It's funny. He he even said he was like before we uh, before he met me, he was like I, he said I scared him. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. He said I was he said I scared. I was like nah. Did he, like intimidated. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Like like I was uh, very intimidating. I was like nah man. I'm I'm it, once yeah. you once you get to know me and everything yeah. like I'm really mm -hmm. I'm chill laid back. I like to joke you know. Um, I think that's another thing that a lot of people take uh, for fighters. They think we're always serious, you know. Yeah, we, Everything has yeah, to we, be yeah, real crazy. Caveman is one of those. And there are those, though. Yeah, yeah there are those. There, there and, definitely is. And of course, we have other people behind, behind us uh, that are definitely going to be looking up to us like our kids. You yeah. know, like, for instance, you know, Elijah got his daughter. And, you know, uh, something new that happened in the last year. I got my son. Mm -hmm. He turns one today. I gave him his first football. Yeah, we celebrated yesterday doing Thanksgiving. Yeah. So when you see this 10 years from now, happy birthday, Julian. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, and like and seeing Julian come to the gym, I got, I got one video where like I'm holding pads and Julian just stops and just sits there, well, he stands there and he walks up to the ring. Like he's only one, but he's walking very well wow. and just watching me hold pads and train someone. And it, re it really makes you think like, I, I I can't spend a day off. I can't quit because I got other people that's going to depend on me or looking up to me. Mm -hmm. And someone like my son, who's only one years old now, he's going to be looking up to me and he's definitely going to be looking up to his older brother. Oh, yeah. for sure. You know? So like we, we got to show him the right way to do things. Mm -hmm. You're fighting for something bigger than your, yourselves now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you too, Elijah, because it's very interesting now in today's world. They always say like getting into uh, your parents' business, right? And yeah. a lot of kids don't want to do that nowadays. They they don't <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't yeah, want to yeah. get in the family business. But it yeah. seems like you've really, I mean, beyond just being a fighter, like you're invested in the business. Yeah. And so how has that been, and how has your dad inspired you to be more vested in it? I think the biggest thing is that um, within these the what within this past uh, year, uh -huh. I've been able to corner a lot of guys for their fights and. Uh, be like a and just be able to see how my dad operates during these fights and uh try to imitate that same that same emotion during during these fights and try to coach these guys um because like you said you know there's gonna 
like we what we've been talking about there's going to be another generation behind me so to be able to uh pick up uh whatever skill sets that that he that he's taught me and try to uh pass that on to the next generation that's my job that's my job to uh you know keep this keep this family business going and uh i always felt like you know i i always wanted to coach you know obviously not yet but i do find a little bit of joy uh coaching and and trying and just seeing guys get better um just because i remember when there was a time where when i first started i didn't have you know my my mma skills my kickboxing my boxing were like uh it was it was it was nasty so to see you know my growth i can only imagine what it feels like to be a coach and see one of your uh see one of your uh students your your students growth over time I think that that really shows of how good of a coach you really are. Yeah, man. It'd be interesting because, like, you know, I'm like I said, I'm 42, and I believe I'm still relatively young. But it will come a time when I can't do the things that I want to do, or maybe I shouldn't do some of the things <laughs> I want to do. And to be able to pass this business on to someone like my son, I honestly feel like this is a business that's going to be around forever. Because at the end of the day, fitness, self defense, uh, fighting sports—I don't think it's ever going to go away. I think that's a market that people are always going to love. They're always going to get in shape. They're always going to want to learn how to defend themselves mm-hmm. and also learn, like, they people love watching combat sports. Mm-hmm. Boxing been around forever. You know, like, wrestling was one of the first Olympic sports. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the UFC, MMA, uh, I think it's, I think it's continuing to grow. So to be able to pass this business on to someone like my son, you know, I, I think it'd be, it's going to be great. Now, for him, he, he's going to have to learn like, I honestly believe he's going to be able to teach the technique. Like I said this before, he teaches the technique, X's mm-hmm. and O's. What, uh, the number one thing he's going to have to learn is how to deal with personalities. Okay. You know, you know to deal with people who like, Coach, I want to be a, sh- a champion, but don't show up. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to complain about something. Right. You know, or... Yeah, um, I think that, like, whenever that happens, like, I'm, I'm one of those guys, like, all right, if they ain't here, then they ain't here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if they ain't here, then that, all right, well, then we moving on. You know, and for me, I'm like, I'm on the phone texting people, like, hey, man, where you at? I'm calling people, like, like you know, sometimes I'm literally, like, got to be a dad to some of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. but that, you you do need some, you do need people to be on you. Yeah. Um, I've had my fair share of, like, uh, of him being on me, I'm like, I don't feel like coming coming to the gym right now. I'm like, I, I'm I'm out of it right now. Mm-hmm. And, and you uh, just wouldn't have showed up without him. Exactly mm-hmm. to have somebody like, hey, all right, so and so is here though. That somebody's waiting for you. I'm like, okay, let me go ahead. Let me grab my stuff. I, I'm gonna be there. All right. So you do you do need those uh, those people to to keep you motivated. Um, yeah, cause I I I definitely know that know that feeling of like. <laughs> I don't feel like going. I to wish the I gym didn't have today. to do that because you know when I was fighting, no one had to tell me to show up. I'm mm-hmm. like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is like, I like I, I can't speak the same language as some of these guys. Okay, if I have to tell you to be at the gym, we are speaking two two different mm-hmm. languages, and I can't speak your language. I, I, at the end of the day, if you want to be great, you want to be a champion, and guess what? Not all of us going to be champion. You can work your butt off and still not become a champion. Mm-hmm. But at least you give yourself the best opportunity to become a champion. But you won't become anything sitting on the couch. For sure, man. And so so to have this conversation with people and like, and like hey, man, you need to be training. Hey, you need to be training. And like, I get it. You're tired. You're sore. I get it. Your girlfriend left you. You had a hard time at work. Homework needs to be. I get all that. Still come to the gym. 
You got to make it happen. If this is what you want, if this is not what you want, then fine. The best example is this, this kid came up to me. He was like, coach, I want to train. Okay, cool. Cool, come on through. Didn't see him for two weeks. He finally showed up. He's like, coach, man, I'm sorry. I, I, I haven't been there. I, I've been busy. I was like, you've been busy? Really? And I, and, I, and I start to run off my life. You raising three kids? You running a business? You working on two master's degrees? Are you training for a professional fight all at the same time? No, 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 I'm not. You're not that busy. I just wasn't a priority, or the gym was, or training was, or wasn't. Now, if I was a fine piece of butt, I would say the other word, but I don't want to curse. <laughs> we'll add it in. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a fine-looking girl, you would find a way to get to me. Okay? Nothing will stop you. You would put everything aside, and you, you would take time out to come and hang out with me. But because I wasn't a priority, you didn't show up, and now you quote-unquote busy. And that's the problem with this generation. They find ways to make excuses. Don't make excuses, bro. Like, Man, like y'all was making, they were making excuses back then. You know me. Okay. Another story I give you. Another story I give you. He's right. your dad. He's got all the stories about you, too. And I tell you this story, man, because, like, you know, people always think I'm a little bit crazy. And maybe I am. I don't know. But I mean, one time I was training for a fight. And like, and his mother at the time we was married called me and said, um, "Hey, Elijah broke his arm playing football, right?" And I was like, I was just about to, you know, to to get into training. So then uh, I was like, "Okay, put him on the phone." And I was like, "How you doing, son?" And he was like, "Yeah, I broke my arm. Now my season is done." Blaza blaza. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, guess what? I'm gonna see you when I get home. The doctor's gonna take care of you, and then we could like figure out the next step. But I need to get the training." Now, I didn't say it like that, but that was basically the gist of it. Mm -hmm. And people like, if my son would have broke his arm, I'm leaving training, I'm leaving the gym, and I'm running to the hospital. But I'm like, well, well, I'm not a doctor. I, I, do, yeah. <laughs> I can't do nothing for him. He's going to be okay, and I need to prepare for this fight. Now, I'm not saying my son is not important to me, but there's some things like, like, like I, I'm just not going to make an excuse here because I'm, I'm going to get to my son. But I know I need to train. And at that moment, there's nothing that came before training. I was that focused. Some people can understand it, and some people are like, hey, that's kind of messed up. But I just the way I am. I, don't, I get it. I mean, your cup, you got to fill your own cup up, right? Yeah. First, yeah. you have to. And you're, you're teaching your kids to understand that a lot of the problems in their life, they have to, sol they have to start solving for themselves. That's probably one of the greatest things you can teach your kids yeah. is to solve their own shit. Yeah, right? I, think, I think that's probably the best really uh, uh one of the main things that i learned from from my dad is you know there's there's still some things that i do hit him up about that i have questions just to make sure i'm making the right decision right. Yeah. but he's always gonna be yeah, a guy yeah. for you man but, but he shocked me about that because he would call me because see talking to my son sometimes <laughs> i feel like i'm talking to a wall and I, and I and i feel like he doesn't listen to me and he'd be like nah dad you don't understand but every so often he'll call me ask me for my advice i'd be like Oh, you want my advice? <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> like makes me feel like I'm still dad sometimes. But yeah, no, definitely, like um, finding solutions on on my own because I know that you know he won't be here forever. You know, my parents. You know, I love him to death. You know, I never. Uh, I wish I could have him for you know. I wish we could always you know stay yeah. stay here forever. But I know that you know they won't be here forever, so I'm gonna have to figure it out. But on on that on that journey, I will ask for guidance. You know what's what's the right move, so I can again talk about generation, pass that on to my kids, and uh, just keep that same that same process going. 
give him everything that I learned, all my mm-hmm. failures, which he's done to me. Tell me, he told me his failures, his uh, his successes, what not to do, what to do, and now we just put it together and we try to make the best out of the opportunities that we get. Oh, dude, that's that makes. I'm telling you right now, that makes him so happy that you go to him for that stuff because those teachable moments is like what's very important for a father to bestow upon their their son, right? Yeah, yeah. So important. So there's like this whole thing. I forgot what the what's called or anything like that. But like when you're younger, obviously you idolize your parents, and then when you become a teenager and you have your own tribe and you're not like your your parents aren't in your whole world anymore. Yeah, they're kind of the villains, right? They're the ones telling you what to do that you don't want to do. And then eventually they you kind of humanize them because you become an adult. And you're like, oh, like I now understand. I recognize my dad for his faults yeah. and I recognize him for the things that make him great. And then you have to make a decision of like, okay, like, do I like my dad as, as like who he is as a person? And yeah. then you make that decision, right? As an adult to an adult, right? Exactly. And so I, I love seeing your guys' relationship. This is my first time with you two together. And it's cool yeah. to see the dynamic between the two of you guys. You, you know, know, the funny thing is that sometimes I ask him for, I will go to Elijah for, uh, for his advice, you know, for his opinion. You know, uh, you know, he is part of a new generation. And then sometimes I, I could get a little bit stuck in my ways. And I'm like, yo, is this a good move? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I would ask him, you know, and and, I, and honestly, Elijah's very kind of like, he's very wise for his years. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, he does give me good advice too sometimes. So, yeah. The best advice is, uh, that, that I give him is how to dress. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, I like, I, 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 I'd be I like, hey, man, I, don't, too, I don't know if you want to wear that out tonight. I might. I mean, I'm, first of all, I mean, these kids dress so different than I'm used to. All the, yeah. the little skinny jeans. and like, <laughs> I, 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 I can't wear all that. I'm too old school, man. Man, too, it, he put on a button-up, a button-up, a brown, like a dark brown button-up gold. t-shirt. Yeah, it's gold. Good. With some black jeans, Dude, you're talking you know, to the wrong crowd. Yeah. We don't know how. To, I mean, I don't yeah. know how to I can't speak for Andrew. With some, with some, with some, with yeah. some Tim's, I, I just, I just, I had to Tim's give. Tim's make everything. You know, I, I just had to give. Tim's make everything look good. You know, oh, dead ass. Oh, Tim's said, make everything look good. I had asked. Him, I said, Tim's are, are you, out now? You, I said, yeah. are, you, are you staying? Are you staying here for Thanksgiving? Because I wouldn't go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yesterday. You know, funny thing is, like half the time you you catch me in like something like this: t-shirts and some sweats, some athletic gear. I almost never like to dress up unless I'm, you know, me and my girlfriend is, is going out, and and uh, or sometimes you know she buy me clothes because I usually don't buy myself clothes. I am really becoming that old school dad. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just wearing old school clothes and like and yeah, yeah. Even like my sneakers, I like I wear I wear sneakers until they fall apart. Same, yeah, because they feel apart. so comfortable. Yeah. The thing is this, I actually got money. I can go out yeah, and yeah. buy <laughs> the fancy stuff. I can go, but I'm like. For what? Like I could, I could go buy the jewelry and the chains. I could have the Black dopest Friday. car. Yeah, like but it's for what? Like I mean, I already got my girl. <laughs> like, yeah, who I mean, you trying to impress now, right? Yeah, right. She don't want to hear that because she's like, I still should be trying to impress her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, well, I stay in the gym. I look good naked. That's all. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> so yeah, but it's, it's it's good to have him next to me. Is it's good. You know, the funny thing is uh, that happened this year too. Is that he moved out. Oh, he moved out. Uh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he moved out. He got his own place. So, this is our first time in our lives that we've been living separately, yeah. except for when I was like deployed to Iraq or something like that. Sure. But um, that was actually a little bit hard for me to see him leave. And um, I was talking to my girlfriend about that, and I was like, because sometimes we would just have like little random conversations in the kitchen. Yeah. And like, and we don't have that anymore. But I still see him in the gym almost every day. So. Yeah, yeah. And he got his girlfriend now, and they, they live together. Cool. And yeah. seeing him growing up, uh, you know, being an adult, it's, uh, it's actually really nice to see. He got a really nice place, too. Like, 
He set up his apartment, and his apartment looked better than my place. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Still got that same. This last time when I was here, I had the little, the little white dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now he's, uh, he just turned one back in July, so. Oh. Yeah. I, he's, he's, uh, he's a Maltese, but he, he's a good dog, but he just. Pees every damn way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we got to put a diaper on him, man. We <laughs> oh, gotta, damn. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, but, um, but. Back to the fight, though. I was just thinking about that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> when I, so the guy that I'm fighting, yeah. Robert Trujillo, 5-0. Um, and o, He is 5-0. and o. He was uh, on the power slap, Dana White power slap. Um, Which is the most ridiculous thing out there. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Dana White. I'm sorry, Robert. No disrespect. But that is the stupidest mm. thing that I've seen that came along when it comes to sport. Like it's it's not a sport. We it's gonna... just for the views, essentially. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I said that's like the only sport that like there's a guaranteed knockout. That well, is you're defenseless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how they're making the money. Just on clips and social media clips yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Because like no one is gonna pay to watch two people slap themselves. I mean, it's just kind of stupid. But uh, but we're gonna clip this and everyone's gonna be like, we're all paying to go watch this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm pretty sure everybody yeah. agrees. But. But the thing is, we do watch it on uh, on Instagram. We do we do watch yeah, it on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. We see that like ten second clip, and you do watch. It. You watch it a couple of times. They making money off of views. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah, he even said it himself. He said it it gets way more numbers than even the UFC does. Yeah, but that's on social media. I think. That's what yeah, they see someone a, get knocked out. Like it's a, five, it's a five second clip of somebody just getting slapped and knocked out. It's kind of hard not to watch. You yeah. can watch. You can watch it. Two, you you could watch it twice, and that's only ten seconds of your time. Yeah. But you see one, you see them all, right? Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel about it. Well, that is true. But, but sometimes they do fall a little different. Like, okay. <laughs> like hit their face on it. <laughs> but like his guy has been uh, has been doing very well. He he had two matches, I believe. And he got two knockouts, and one of them was like a, he got like a twenty five thousand dollars bonus. Wow! He's, but you know what? The question is, I was like, I'm shocked to see because he's actually five and zero, been killing in a power slap. It's interesting to see. I believe, and there's no diss to my son. I believe he's actually dropping down to fight my son, because you should be like you are in Dana White pocket. Like he knows you. Yeah. yeah you yeah, five yeah. and zero. You should be like somewhere along the line getting picked up pretty soon. But to come back down to Colorado and to fight Elijah, it says. It says something about Elijah, actually. Yeah. It, it says, yeah. like, how big of a fight Elijah really is. Yeah. And to hope to beat him one day, you know, would do wonders for his career. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting fight. I mean, like I said, uh, he's, you know, he's he's a very predictable fight uh, fighter, in my opinion. All right. We kind of already know what he's, what he's going to bring. Mm -hmm. And, uh... We just, you know, we're just training. We're training all aspects of the fight, from the striking to the grappling. You know, uh, that's that's all it is. You know, uh, there's there's been uh, talks that that he thinks he's just gonna stop. You know, my wrestling. I'm like, bro, you're not gonna, you're not just gonna go in there and just stop, stop, stop what I what I always do. You know, yeah. but not only that, but I mix it in so well to to the point where you won't even see it. Yeah, you'll be you'll be you'll be surprised when I shoot you like oh damn he's not gonna oh you got caught now it's he he's gonna see that uh I'm not his average you know my record is three and one I'm not your average three and one yeah. I fought I've fought better guys than him so and he hasn't fought better guys than than who I fought you know I mean first and foremost he hasn't fought better guys than you because we break this guy down mm -hmm. okay he, he's five and zero oh, but his last fight was against someone who's three and eight his. It, 
His guy before that was three and three. The guy before that was uh, was um, was uh, one and six. Okay, so so his five and all is he's not really like a good five and all. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is the first time that that he's actually fighting someone with a winning record. Wow. Okay, so he hasn't fought someone with a lot of striking, wrestling, athleticism, youth. You know, this guy is thirty one. Like Elijah's twenty one, so Elijah's going to like he. You could say he has a the grown man strength, mm-hmm. but really Elijah's super strong. He lifting with me, okay. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, like I'm not not trying to diss him or his team because I know these guys. Like mm-hmm. I personally know them. I've met them. We kind of walk in the same same areas because they from Pueblo. But gotcha. oh, nice. but 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 even the guys he trained with, even his coach, none of those guys have ever made it anywhere. None of those guys have, have ever touched like a a national championship, a regional show, a um, a you know UFC, Bellator, PFL, nothing. You know, e- even jujitsu, wrestling, boxing, nothing. So you're trading. No offense, guys. You you're probably gonna hear this. You're probably gonna feel offended, and I understand why. But you're trading with subpar people to try to come beat my son. Good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. On top of that. His last fight was about a year ago. It was more than a year ago. Ooh. Yeah, so he could have been doing power slap. I, yeah, exactly. So you've been slapping each other. We've been training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just training, but being active in the cage as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not like uh, we, we took it, you know, we've we just been training this whole time. We've been fighting as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You've been you active. Know? Yeah, exactly. You see it on your face, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was pointing like, at like, like, like we came, <laughs> came, came straight from... my face a little bit sore. My nose, uh, Dustin Jacoby kind of touched my nose yeah. a little bit. <laughs> so it's like one of those things, it's like, man, I hope, like you, t- like like what my dad said, mm-hmm. I think, personally, in my, in my opinion, I'm his biggest, I am his biggest fight. Yeah, there's I mean, no, by numbers, yeah. yeah there's no question at, about it. Yeah. So I hope he's bringing it. I hope he's training hard because, man, we've been putting in work year after year after year. We're not just training. My last fight, I wasn't just training for that fight. So this fight, I'm not just training for this fight. I'm training for what's what's next after mm. this. What's the, what's to come after this? Because like I said uh, in the beginning, it only gets harder from here. There's not like I go on this, you know, three, four fight win streak. Oh, now you're about to, now, now you're about to fight a... Uh, a debuter again no once once you get to that point of having like a certain amount of fights yeah you know it's you're not going to keep getting these debut guys where where they're coming straight out of amateur you know it's just going to keep getting tougher especially what it depends on what promotion you're fighting for mm-hmm. me um this promotion i'm fighting for colorado combat club usually i fight for fury fury has like in colorado combat club but fury is just known to be that you know probably one or two feeder to the ufc so you know you have guys coming from not just uh, the United States, but from, like, different countries. You feel me? So mm-hmm. it's like you're really getting the best look from every fighter. Like, you're, you're, about, you're getting ready to face, you know, the best fighter that you could possibly face. And it, it doesn't get easier. So, yeah. Uh, and, we, and we definitely, we are definitely preparing for that. We are preparing for him. Like, I don't think he understands the level of preparation that we are doing. The another good thing about my son, and he actually said this in the last time he was here, are the fact that he records every sparring round and sit back mm. and watch it and pick it apart and to like, if he got hit with something, why? If he did something good, why? The question is not the what. Everybody care about the what. Oh, I got a good punch or I got punch. No, no, that doesn't matter because it already happened. It's the why. 
Mm-hmm. And that's going to get you to the next step. And my son really, really kind of sits on the why. So studying his own rounds, we study all his fights. We study the guys that the guys that he fought and what happened to them. Because all the guys that, that he beat went on the fight and lost again. Mm-hmm. So this shows their level mm-hmm. of skills. So um, it, uh, What is I, the why? Huh? You said he studies the why? Yeah, like, like for instance, if you like, if me and him are sparring and, and I caught him with a hook, mm-hmm. why did that happen? Oh, okay, nice. You know, you know, maybe he dropped his hand, maybe I timed it, maybe he came in too aggressive. Mm-hmm. So we studying the why. So maybe to make, he set it up. Yeah, maybe he set it up to make sure it doesn't it doesn't happen again. Like, listen, I, I, I will say this about Robert. I do believe he's a he's a tough guy. I do believe he's going to come in with his best. Um, actually, I hope that he doesn't. I hope he's not training. I hope he doesn't come in good. I hope he's injured. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he makes this fight super easy. I hate when people are like, man, I want a tough fight. I want an easy fight. I don't want that. I want an easy fight. How, although I will train for the best version. Because I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming because you know you were fighting Elijah. I'm assuming that you know how big of an opportunity this is. One, to beat Elijah. Two, to go 6-0. I'm assuming you are going to do your yeah. best. You're going to bring your best. And, baby boy, you just know we're going to prepare for that. So and I'm so excited. It's the main event. Main event title fight. What's the location again? It is... Where is it? Uh, I know it's. Uh, I can't remember what the. It, it's called the the Brighton um, Event Center, something like that. It's right mm-hmm. off of. Uh, I it was where I seventy hits hit, hits I twenty five. Mm-hmm. It's okay. like almost right there. It's almost yes. that, that first exit. You come off I twenty five. You hit I seventy. It's that first exit. Okay. And it's like two blocks down the road from there. And that's December fifteenth. December fifteenth, right. Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Friday night SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and 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 like I said, we we got we got two other guys that are gonna be on the card. We got we, we got one guy. Um, he, uh, he's gonna be fighting an amateur fight, Darius. We have another guy, uh, J- Justin Campos. He's gonna he's, he's gonna be making his pro debut, uh, long awaited pro debut. Cause the guy got so many amateur fights. He got so many kickboxing fights, but he's never had the opportunity to go pro. Cause he's in the space force. Every time we get him ready, uh-huh. he he, he got to go to work or maybe an injury or someone pulls out. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he's finally he's finally ma- making his pro debut. And the other piece is like now once again now we are training with Factory X. Uh, Factory X is, is is my home. Like like I I help build that gym. I mean I was probably like a little small piece of it, but I know I I put some bricks down in that gym and that gym got a bunch of champions. In fact, the next day, um, Brandon. Is going to be fighting for the flyweight championship in the UFC, Brandon and the Royal. Yeah, and that's the like the, the type of people that we are preparing with. Besides mm-hmm. the guys we have in the gym, so that's I'm awesome. saying like I mean if if uh, if Robert surprised us, man, I, I I don't know, I'd be shocked, but I just don't see how this kid could win. Uh, we we gonna take away every option that he has to win. Yeah, he's gonna he, he's gonna find out the hard way that like one is just gonna be hard to track me down. Right. He's a shorter guy. Um so it's going to be hard to reach me. I know what he's going to I already know what he's going to be looking for. Those overhand rights, the big hooks. Um he's going to be looking for for my, he's going to be looking to stop the shots, which is cool. Um but can you stop 10 shots though? Mm-hmm. You can stop one, but can you stop 10? And 10 different ones. Yeah. Not the same shot. And, and the thing about Robert is like it make it so easy for us is that we know he got power. So we just pay attention to his power punches. We know he's he's not a big head head kicker. He's not a big kicker. He's definitely not a wrestler. He's not gonna double leg Elijah. In fact, a funny fact is, 
out of Elijah, eight fights, which is eight, eight, nine fights, he has never been taken down. Wow. Yeah. So good luck on that. Uh, um, and even if you happen to get him down, your jiu-jitsu compared to Elijah's jiu-jitsu is like, I, honestly, no offense to Robert. I know, once again, it's going to sound super offensive. We're going to sound super cocky. Mm-hmm. And hopefully <laughs> we don't have to eat our words, you know, December right. 15. That's what they say, knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> knock on wood. That's tobacco wood right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just don't see a way that he can win. He don't have experience like the way Junior Cortez had. You know, that's um, another thing. Like when I fought Junior Cortez, I know uh, what you were saying when we were uh, uh, Factory X. No, no, no. Um, when we were both, co- or how we both came up in our pro uh, pro career. Oh yeah, Junior. Up. Yeah, how we stepped up, how we ended up matching up with Junior Cortez is that initially I was never supposed to fight Junior Cortez. Mm-hmm. We just went through a whole bunch of different opponents that kept, you know, turning us down. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. kept turning us down, turning us down until it got to a point and it's like, all right. We got to fight someone at six and two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, somebody was coming off of, you know, the Dana White Contender Series. Um, you know, he's been he's been at the highest or close to the highest level. I would say that's, the, you know, the highest level right there. You know, right. You, you damn near get a contract if you win in, you know, in a crazy fashion or in a good fashion. So he's he's been he's he's felt what the next level has felt like, uh, and that's something that I know for sure that Robert Trio hasn't felt. He hasn't felt that next level. He hasn't felt that next level. I have, so I know how to deal with it better. Um, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's he's gonna come come and see like Elijah isn't just You're gonna show him. yeah he Elijah isn't just <laughs> Gilbert Smith's son. You know I'm making I don't wanna. I'm making my name for myself. It's awesome, you know, and uh, I think that's what a lot of people always think. That's Gilbert's son. That's Gilbert's son, you know. I mean, which is not a bad thing. Uh, yeah. And it's <laughs> true. Nah, yeah, 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 stepping into himself, yeah, exactly. man. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get you. Yeah, that's, that you makes know, sense. And another piece that I believe that, like, once again, the logic. He just says things that are really uh, that makes me happy. Uh, one as a coach, but definitely as a father. He's like, you know, I'm gonna have to clean up my act. You don't know, no more drinking and partying and and you know uh you know smoking weed and th- things that I don't, I don't do and i don't really condone but you know he's young he's 21 now so he could do whatever um but like you medical you don't mean me sleep i don't night. drink i don't smoke so i could never say it's a good thing i um, people do whatever you want to do uh, but that's just the way I am. I feel like he just made me sound like a like an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he's living life, but yeah. you said for this camp and for this fight, he, yeah. he needs to cut it out. He yeah, like yeah. Cause, because his boys would hit him up. Hey man, you, you want to go to the club this weekend? And I'm pretty sure he still go out. I still go time. out, but I just don't. You know, I, I tell him like I tell him I'm like, bro, I'm not I'm not drinking. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. I'm just here. I'm just here to have a good time and just vibe out. Um, because awesome. like because like and and the cool thing about that is that they respect that. Cause they understand, like, mm-hmm. yo, Elijah has a big fight coming up. Sometimes they'll forget, be like, hey, yo, Elijah, you want to drink? And I'll be like, nah, I'm good. They're like, oh yeah, that's you. you I understand. I understand why. So I think that's a it's a pretty dope thing that they, you know, they don't try to, you know, peer pressure. Like, hey man, come yeah. on man, yeah. it's just it's just one drink. Yeah, Said sure. no, cause, cause especially at your age, cause that yeah, can happen a lot. Like, exactly. In the early twenties for sure. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the number one go to. Yeah, he thing. just turned twenty one in September. Yeah. So everybody's like, man, you can come uh, drink yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, but, we'll do that after after the fight. Yeah, after exactly. The fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. service. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the beautiful thing about it. Like uh, we we get to end off the year on a good note, on a big note, and then we can start twenty twenty four. 
and, and, and see what comes next because the problem with this game is that there's no offseason. Mm-hmm. So as you like celebrate this win, awesome! I'm a champion. And I was like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another fight. There's another hungry lion, and they're gonna get like honestly. I believe Robert was such a good matchup for us. He he's five, you know. He he, he like he's kind of famous from the power slap, and he's a beatable guy, very beatable guy, you know. But the next guy is probably gonna be less 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 known and even tougher. Yeah. So it's like you're gonna be less motivated to, to beat that guy. I think well, there's this gonna be like those type of fights. Like, okay, you beat a five and zero guy. Okay, now, now since this guy is five and zero and right. he has a name behind him, all right, cool. Now we're about to give you somebody who's probably like maybe eight and two. Mm-hmm. That that's that's kind of that's kind of what, what that's why that's why I always train. Like I don't train for you know. Obviously, we're training for this fight, but you gotta always think like you know. There's there's somebody else who's tougher. There's always somebody else who's better. Somebody yeah, some D one wrestler, some like oh, some yeah. crazy kickboxer, yeah. some uh, some crazy jujitsu world champion. Like like Elijah's going to start getting into that realm that we can be dealing with specialists that's highly advanced in their area, coming from a team that's like well known with killers and like and and these are things we have to be prepared for. And that's why like in training camp, like Elijah said it, like we don't train for just this one person, we train for the best of the best. And uh, because our career, we want our career to go to the highest level. Yeah. So we got to train at the highest Junior level. Junior Cortez, if, if you fight him again, oh, man, I, what's going I, on with that? I, I would love to. I would love gonna to. you going to run it back? Yeah, I would love to run it back. But first, I want to reestablish myself. I want to reestablish who I am uh, and uh, just, just keep keep building up on that confidence. I'm not the one who um, I'm not gonna sit there and look for that rematch. But if say you know stars align perfectly and they're like, yo, this would be a you know th- this could get you this can get you right into it for for the ticket for the big show. Oh yeah, give me give me that back. Let me let me correct a lot of the errors that I made in that fight. And I I truly believe even now like if I fought him yet, uh, tomorrow, it would be a different it would be a different kind of outcome. It would be a different outcome for sure. Especially a different type of Elijah, he would he would totally see. Yeah, and, and, I, and regardless of fighting him again, yeah, I mean, I really want to thank him. Yeah, because because he did show um, us the next level. He showed Elijah the next level. He showed Elijah some of his deficiencies, um, and he was very respectful. And um, and and honestly, I, I do wish him the best in his career because uh, you need those those experiences. You know. Another thing that Elijah said to me once again, Elijah like says says little two bits of things that I'd be like, that's what I want to hear, because I told him I said, man, I apologize. As your coach slash manager, maybe I should not have booked that fight. You being two and zero, him being six and two, that shouldn't that technically shouldn't have happened. And 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 I take that as your coach as your manager, but then he Elijah turned to me. He's like, no, nah, I needed that. I needed that. I needed to feel that next level. I'm like, okay. All right. I love that positive mindset. Because mm-hmm. some people would take a failure and let it break them. Or you could take a failure and, and let it build you. Like we know the secret ingredient to success is failure. If you don't know how to fail, you won't know how to succeed. And that's a fact. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really appreciate Elijah having that mindset 
and being taken at, and so he could grow and just become a, the best version of himself. Yeah, Elon Musk says, uh, if you're not failing, you're not innovating enough. Right, yeah. right. I mean, even in fighting, you know, he's talking about business, but even in fighting, I literally like, yeah. watched that. Speaking of that, I watched the the documentary, the space one. Oh yeah. Uh, they tried like, I I think they was trying uh, a lot of like, probably like ten times to to get to. I don't know what they were doing, but they tried uh, multiple times to do something in space. And finally, like the last time they tried it, Elon Musk, he was like, no, we're going to do it again. Was it the Falcon 9? Uh, yeah, 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 that's okay. what it was. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn. that's." And he, we're not just talking, we're talking about billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Billions of dollars. It's shooting out millions of dollars yeah. out, out of the bottom of it. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, nah, we, 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 felt, we felt it, you know, multiple times, but we're going to keep doing it. And eventually, they got to where they wanted to be. They they did mm-hmm. everything that they wanted to, to get out of that. So... It's uh yeah that's that that is a powerful quote. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it's it's huge. Yeah, yeah, and and with business, you know, to to relate things back to business with fighting, I actually I when I do sales calls, I study my sales calls because I'll record them just for my own personal yeah. thing, and just I'll go back and listen and okay, what did I do here? Where did I go wrong? And like you know, you learn from those those yeah. failures, you know, studying like okay, things didn't go exactly. For some reason, I was stuttering right there. Why was I stuttering? I, <laughs> I had a sales call sales call last Friday. In the middle of it, I'm like killing it, and then I just forgot where I was. Just, I was just blanked like, out. Just blanked out. I was like, oh crap, I'm fumbling. Yeah, I think that's a. Yeah. <laughs> So, so me outside of fighting, I work at Huberger Subaru, mm-hmm. and uh, nice. I think that's uh, it's a it's a funny kind of thing because it's like most of my obviously all of my coworkers know that I fight, right. and it's it's funny because some of them they'll come up, they'll be like, it's just so crazy how you can like switch uh switch like you know my customer service. I'm like, man, oh, I'm yeah. just <laughs> I'm, I'm just professional like that. Exactly. Um, but it 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 is kind of like uh, it's offsetting. Because uh, you know you, you after after work when I get off of work now it's like okay now I gotta go punch somebody in the face yeah or, oh, yeah, yeah so. maybe that makes work yeah. a little bit easier because sometimes yeah. you feel like punching someone in the face at work yeah. <laughs> yeah. he he'll yeah. come to me and be like man my coworker pissed me off like nah. you know yeah, yeah and like well or most well of, let's go punch this guy yeah. <laughs> not your coworker yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah or like you know you you go to work one day you know your face looks normal. You leave, you go train, and you come back work, come back to work the next day. Now you have a black eye. Domestic violence, yeah, Tony. Yeah, you know, with Tony. Yeah, now yeah. you got to Now you got to uh, You you got your customer who you're dealing with, and they're just staring at your eye. And you're like, can you not? Can you not look at this one? <laughs> look at my look at my good eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and the, the thing about failure too is like, failure is really really great, but it has to be done correctly. Yeah. Because you can do something. In other words, you can't cut corners. Mm-hmm. For instance, let's say, what's that ship that kind of blew up? In, um, the, Titan- the Titan? Yeah, the submarine. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was innovating, mm-hmm. but he was cutting corners. Oh, yeah. for sure. So his failure. With people's lives on the line. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so exactly. His failure <laughs> cost him his life and other people's yeah. life. Yeah. So that's not a good failure. No. You know, what Elon, uh, Elon Musk was doing you know, he he was failing, but he was really trying to learn and, and and try to, like, make it better and better. And even when he succeeded, he still wasn't happy with it. Mm-hmm. You can't cut corners. No, no matter no matter if you're going to succeed or fail, if I'm going to jump into something, I'm going to go at it 100%. And then if I fail, I can at least say I did my best. And then what did I learn from that? And I want to come back strong off of that. So failure is cool, but you can't be dumb. 
Yeah. Oh gosh, right. so true. And yeah. so, and I got a lot of lessons too about like being younger and being with friends. And I'm not saying your friends are like my friends, but when I was younger, my friends were wild, like wild. Oh, yeah, no, wild my boys people. are wild too. They, <laughs> okay, they, they, all right, sure, definitely. <laughs> but like, I, I learned a lesson early on in life. I I was talk, just thinking about it, but it, about like in life, you don't necessarily get what you deserve, but you get what you tolerate. Mm. So if you're going to tolerate the friends who are around you who are doing things that are like real, because my friends were doing things that are real bad, right? Yeah. You got you to gotta figure that out in your life. You know, you, yeah. you get what you tolerate in your life, whether it's just a coworker who's getting in, you go on lunch and they're doing whatever and you're a part of that. It's anything in life. You just yeah. have to figure out what that is. And the ones who are going to be with you and your ride or dies, they're going to be with you. I still have friends with me. They're like my ride or dies and they're, they're always going to be with me. But there are the ones as I've gotten older or have gotten a little bit more successful yeah. that I've had a clear way just yeah. because of that. Just because when you're trying to get something and you're trying to excel, you have to be fully focused on that and you can't let things pull you away. You can't let things pull you. And you your can't. dad knows that lesson. Uh, like yeah, you you cannot. I mean, my son broke his arm. I was like, ah, right, you good? Yeah. I got I to gotta get back to training. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Right. And so that's of... important. And I'm not saying you're in that situation, yeah, no, but you are a focused person who's special. Like you were telling me a bunch of things of like, you're doing customer service. That means you're like the total package. If, if Dana White was looking at you, you're not just a knuckle yeah. dragger mm-hmm. kicking someone's ass. Yeah. Like you have dimensions to you other than just your fighting. You have a personality to you. Okay. Rap. There's a lot of things that are artistic about you and creative about you. And so people are going to catch that about you. And one, people are, are going to want to mentor that and it be great. But there's also going to be a lot of bad actors who want to latch onto you. And so yeah. just be wary of that because you have a lot of good things going for you. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be there's definitely going to be leeches. Yeah, you got to watch like, the girls. And it's not like it uh it gets any any easier with the with the more wins you pile up. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny how people hype hype you up. You know, I did a video um, after his loss. It's like when you're winning, everybody's there celebrating. Everybody shaking your hands. Everybody want a picture. Everybody want an autograph. And then when you lose, it's like you're alone. Mm-hmm. The phone stop ringing. People stop wanting. People start questioning. Like, like oh, he actually really sucked, man. I know he wasn't that good. Like, like it, it, people will build you up, and then they definitely will knock you down. Uh, but you cannot let that be your story. I always tell. I always say this: other people' opinions should never be your fact. Mm-hmm. And what that means is like, even if they think you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. I cannot live on that because they may think I am the best of the best, but the truth is I'm not. And I have to keep that hunger to want to keep growing and learn and learning. Or people are like, ah, you kind of suck. Once again, I can't let their opinion become my fact because they think I suck doesn't mean I really suck, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I know how great I am. But I cannot be delusional. I always say fighters should be <clears throat> semi-delusional. You do got to believe you got something great in you. You do got to believe you are a great competitive fighter, whatever the case may be. But it has to be backed up with hard work and dedication. Mm-hmm. If not, then you're just being delusional. Yeah, oh, I'm really good. I'm going to be a champion. Yeah, how are you going to be a champion when you barely train? You're missing training sessions. Right, right. Come on. You, you're delusional now. Mm-hmm. So that's just my opinion. You got to be able to back it up if you're going to act it up. You're trying to rhyme. I'm always rhyming. Back it up, act it up, boss. <laughs> it's very true. And we follow a guy named Alex Hermosi. He's like a big business person that we always, we're following. And he says, like, confidence is a direct correlation of a stack of undeniable proof. When a lot of people, and we, we talk about this all day long, like our buddy Edgar behind the camera, he's amazing at what he does. And, like, the confidence isn't there yet. So it's mm-hmm. like the 
the hot girl in high school doesn't know she's hot yet. Mm. You know, that one girl in high yeah, school, they're yeah. like, oh, man, she, <laughs> yeah. she don't know she's hot yet because yeah. she's still down to earth talking to everybody, all the yeah. nerds and all that stuff. The stack of undeniable proof will, we'll cut, will tell you that. We'll cut of how hot Edgar is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have that yeah. talent and people see that in you, that's a great thing. But he's he's exactly right. You got to be careful of the echo chambers of just the hype men who are just, you know, they think you're the greatest. But sometimes you don't want to get clouded with that. Because what happens with a lot of yeah. famous people yeah. is they have yes men all around them. I ain't going to lie. I, I, that's probably one. I mean, I like going out, but I hate going out only for the simple fact that, like, a lot of, especially a lot of people, they know me. So they, I don't, you know, sometimes I just want to go out and just, you know, just be in my own element. But then you do have those people that do come up to you and be like, yo, like you, like you the greatest, like you the best in the city. I'm like, all right. Like, I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate the love. But it's like deep down inside, I know I know where I'm at and I know where I want to be. And that's not where I'm at right now. So I, I, I take it, you know, as humble as I can. But. Sometimes I, you know, I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to hear that all the time. Cause then, you know, I, I don't yeah. want to get a big head. I don't want to get a big head. I'm yeah. Like, just treat me like a regular person, you know, like, like, I mean, I, we know we're to a level of like a Kanye or Jay-Z top level of fame, but I, I could imagine the things they deal with. I was like, is anybody around me real? Do the people actually yeah. like me or do just like what I can p potentially do for them? Even if it's just clout chasing, they just want to take a picture with me so so they can look famous too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, or do they actually really care about me? They be like, yeah. if I lose it all, if I lose everything today, who's going to be around me? Yep. Who's going to still love me? Who's who's going to still respect me? Yeah. And those are the type of people I'm looking forward to have. Because I remember when I was an Ultimate Fighter and I'm coming off the show, I'm going through the airport. Everybody asking for uh, autographs and pictures. And I come home, I'm I'm on a date with a girl, and people stopping me from having a date. They take a picture with me, and it's great. And I, and, and I love that. But then it gets bad. Like, if I go to a party and I just want to hang out with the homies and talk, everybody want to talk to me about MMA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so what about that? Uh, so what about Kimbo Slice? <laughs> you know, back in the day, it would be the Kimbo Slice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the Kimbo Slice or, or John Jones? John Jones? I'm like, bro, I, I don't want to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about, like, or better yet, they would tell me, I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan, man. I love you. I'm like, really? So what fight have you watched? <laughs> uh, you know, that, that one fight, <laughs> they can't even name a fight, uh -huh. you know, but... It's all good. I know that's how people are. Yeah. Right. And I, but I know they have the best intentions. Right. But I, I just can't let that like like get to my head. For right. sure. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of times it may be just because they're in the presence of someone of the presence of someone who's done something so they get excited and maybe, yeah. maybe they're even just talking up the way they actually feel at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just hope to inspire them to go seek out their own dreams. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's funny how people would give up so many hours to watch football, right? And I, I, I even talked to my son about this. You will sit down and watch hours and hours to watch people play their dreams out. Mm -hmm. But you won't go pursue your own dreams. You spend more time, money, buying all the gear, all the T-shirts and helmets and footballs and everything. I think that's one reason why, like, I was playing flag football. And then I just, <laughs> I won because I got cut, man. I was like, man, I, I ain't doing this no more. Uh, but just the just the feel like I don't know I just those guys they get so competitive with flag football oh, yeah. and I it just in my head I'm like I'm not going anywhere with this like I I like what am I, am I gonna get signed or something like there's nothing there's nothing to it don't get me wrong I love you know just playing football you know just here and there but there's guys who really take it 
yeah. take that flag football or like semi-pro serious like to heart but i'm like damn if i get hurt who gonna pay my who gonna pay my medical bill <laughs> yeah well i mean so, so it's like one of those things it's like i i, I correlated with you know with mma it's like all right cool if i watch i'm watching these guys then you know, I can learn. I can learn from these fights what they do, and then we could do it in yeah, training. Yeah. yeah, study it. But like, but like, I'm just saying to how people, and I'm not gonna name no names. How someone would skip practice to watch a 49ers game? Oh yeah, no, no, I'm skipping. Yeah, yeah like, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm That's... not. I'm not gonna name no names. That, but you know, he, nah, he, nah. but this particular person texts me, "Hey, Dad, I'm, I'm, I'm." <laughs> <laughs> you're one year old right I can't make it a practice because you know the 49ers playing I'm like that's funny you're gonna <laughs> you, you're gonna stop pursuing your dream to watch someone else play play out their dream yeah oh my goodness they don't care about you they're not stopping to play football to man, watch got, your fight we got parlays going on man where there's money to be made around here yeah. okay <laughs> I'm like all right, okay alright well hopefully watching that football game is gonna help you <laughs> But I mean, but but the truth is, he, he don't he don't really do that uh, too often. Like even uh, last Sunday, the 49ers was playing, and um, and we had a training session, and like okay, training sessions at two o'clock. He texts me, "Hey, can we do it earlier?" And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause 49ers playing." I'm like, "Okay, okay." But but I appreciate the fact that he at least coming to train right. and not gonna skip practice. So, so so I moved up the training session, and I had to do it for everyone. Everybody was cool with it, so so he got away with it. I think because everybody wants to chill on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, so we was able to get a great training session in, and he could still go back and watch the 49ers game. So I, you're maturing, Gilbert. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. normally not do that, but now <laughs> you're maturing, Yeah, man. I'm maturing. I'm maturing as a coach. Like, back in the day, I was like, nah, you either show up or not. We're doing yeah. it with or with with, with without you. The yeah. next 49ers game, just just remind him that he needs to be mature. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's why I hate the football season. I yeah. really hate the football season because people are like, man, they get so fanatical about it. Like, man, yeah, I, yeah. I got to stay home and watch the Dallas Cowboys play. I can't watch it because <laughs> I, I, I get like that. So I just cut it out of my life. There's I can't watch lot, my Cowboys yeah, play, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot on the line, man. I got my, you know, I got <laughs> I got my parlays going on. I got my fantasy team. Oh, my god! Not just one fantasy team, but two, you know, and... <sighs> Yeah, you know, there's, there's I mean, a, but but the game is gonna happen, and they're gonna win or lose regardless of you watching or not. Yeah, so but that, if, yeah, uh, but that's from, how I feel. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But it's like <laughs> to see what's going on. I like to be updated. Like, all right, now I, I know you know Christian McCaffrey has forty yards, right. and I need him to get sixty. It just gives me more hope. Like, okay, this might, this might, this parlay might hit. Oh yeah. yeah. I'd rather sit back and just like just just like let it happen and then I go look at the tail end. If not, my anxiety level. I think like, my anxiety level will be even higher. Like, cause then I'm I'm like, man, I don't even want to check it. I don't even want to check it, but I want to check it so bad. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I could see that. So if I could see like what's already going on, okay, I could already plan. I can I can see say if he has like five five more yards to go yeah. and it's like thirty seconds left in the fourth quarter, I can I can put my phone down and be like, I'm not hitting that. And they're on defense. Oh, yeah, I, get so I know. Mad. <laughs> but you know, like I, I do think because of these situations, I have matured to be able to to relate to my guys because my life revolves around training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like even my girlfriend, like, do you do anything else? Like, what do you? What else do you do? Like, yeah, I do jujitsu. I I do wrestling. <laughs> I do boxing. I I. Let, she's like, do you do anything outside of the gym? 
I watch MMA at home. Okay, do you do anything outside <laughs> MMA? I no, I I I don't. Like I I I used to puzzle. You know, puzzling was my thing for a while, especially when I had some really dark times. But I have no other hobbies, and and uh, so to me, <laughs> if you're not about that, it's hard for me to relate. For sure, you know what I'm saying. Like you talking about football, I, I think it's different because <laughs> he, I you know, growing up, I was I I wanted to play football. Like I wanted to play college ball. I had dreams. I was, I was gonna be in the NFL, man. I was, yeah. Like I said, mm-hmm. so it's like. Something that's that's always gonna be a part of me, you know. Football season, will you wouldn't always... even liked it, man. You like you, your life is so much better right now doing MMA than playing football. Football, uh, yeah, I, I, I could believe that. I could believe that taking more hits, you know, yeah. lifting heavy, you know, probably probably be, you know, if I would have, they probably would have put more weight on me. I'd probably be walking around like one eighty five. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, like people think that MMA is like a brutal sport, but damn. Football is like next level. Football is way worse than MMA, just because of the fact that like 100%. you play a game every Sunday, so so uh, yeah, or yeah. every Monday, whatever. So Sunday, you, Monday. How many concussions day. happen per game? Yeah, They're yeah. So like, or even just a football just, game yeah. just the pressure on oh, your yeah. joints, on your knees, your elbows, your shoulders, like and and like and the small percentage of people that actually make it, it's mm-hmm. so small. Yeah. And also like, when can you start? Because like the sport of fighting, you could start later on in life. And football, like you got to start like like how old? I don't know. You could probably tell me, but you got to start you know, early. I mean, at least high I mean, school. Yeah, you, I mean, high school. That's that's probably the latest that you can start. Oh, but yeah. it all depends on what you know, what grade. If you start, you know, junior year, very few people. Have yeah, you it. probably yeah. you would have to be like some type of freak, yeah, natural athlete, or like you probably maybe. You, you didn't want to play football, so you was playing basketball this mm-hmm. whole time, and you know you just happened to to pick up on on you, football you, and those you, last you run fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just a freak, freak athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. But like, but the the, the torture on the body and the, every every Sunday and, and the other piece I I didn't like about football. The reason why I didn't play it is because you wear a helmet, and what I mean by that is like if I'm going to do something, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> go ahead, man, go ahead. <laughs> If you're gonna do something, I wanna know. I, I want people to know it's me that's doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love that that one-on-one sport where you could be like, either I'm gonna take all the credit for winning or I'm gonna take all the credit for losing. It's See, all but on you me. you didn't have that you didn't have that feeling in high school. You come back and say you had a three touchdown day, and you go back to school. Man, you you the man. Oh, you the yeah. man. Fo- football rules. Te- te- teachers love right you. No, no, yeah, yeah, I love get it. I get it. I get it. I get you it. You the man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you, you the man, and everybody likes you, and whatnot. Case, whatever. So it's like I, I, I want it, I want that to keep happening. Yeah, but it's weird because like yeah, you, you got three touchdowns, but that's only because people was blocking well for you. You know, like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? like you really didn't do much. You took like ten steps. You you in the end zone. You know, you, you get all this credit. I mean, the, the problem is the blockers don't even get no credit. Like, I mean, uh, anyways. Yeah, they do. They get, well, you know, we, we used to buy them food. <laughs> no one's dating the, 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 uh, the tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah starting yeah. tackle. Yeah. <laughs> no one's dating that guy. You know what? Everybody wants the quarterback or the running back, mm-hmm. you know, the wide receivers. Like, no one cares about the other guys. I mean, people do care. But I'm saying, like, the stars. Right. You know, I was, I was actually, I was watching a special last night about Barry Sanders um, on uh, Amazon Prime. And, like, and seeing him run and be so great. And the whole team was built around him. I was like. I don't know. I that That's somebody who I, like, feel like had great conditioning because, like, 
to be running back and forth side sideline to sideline to maybe gain goats, like man. yeah to, to maybe gain like 10 yards <laughs> that and then have to do it again the next play that's that's a lot he 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 definitely had a workload. Yeah, yeah, and obviously not really having a, a team. I can only support. imagine what his body, what he went through. Um, yeah, running backs go through the worst. That's why, like, mm-hmm. the Ugh. thing about Barry Sanders that made him so, like, special is the fact that he retired at his height. He just walked away. Yeah, he I would like, too. Yeah, he was like, he was like <laughs> I mean. Lions. In Detroit. Yeah, yeah, playing for the Lions. But it, it was so funny how they was, they was comparing him to, like, Emmitt Smith. And both those guys were like one and two or two and one, depending on what year it was. I put but, but yeah, but like, but like Emma Smith, yo, you you put him above, but Emma Smith got Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, but he had that line. Yeah, he had the line. team. He had the quarterback. Yeah, and like he just feels like sad for Barry Sanders. He'd be like, it's man, it's you know what? Thing with uh, with Calvin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barry Sanders is my goat, and I'm a Cowboy fan. And Emmitt Smith's my favorite player of all time, but. Barry Sanders is my goat for greatest running yeah, back. Yeah. Just because he had nobody, you know. Yeah. And so speaking, I mean, speaking of recovery, I mean, just thinking about like what it, what, how uh, you know, athletes back then used to used to recover. <laughs> yeah, used to <laughs> like pull your pants down. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know we have what cryotherapy. Mm. Um, you know, guys are getting you know their massages weekly. You yeah. have your uh, chiropractor, you know, physical. You know, we just have more technology nowadays to to recover faster and uh, come back stronger, especially if you have like a freak injury. Um, well, I, I would say it's almost the same technology, but I think we have more more ability to be uh, is more accessible. Yeah, and they have more knowledge. Like, like these are things that are important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for instance, like we definitely got our our chiropractor, uh, David Lawrenson, such a great guy. He's one of my best friends. He's the best in Colorado Springs. Look him up. Let's get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, um, right. he's actually maybe going to move into Dubai. Oh, uh, but wow. I, I will talk to him. And then uh, this Sunday we are going to Sun Sun Water Spa to like just sit in some mineral water mm-hmm. and just kind of decompress awesome. our body. That's great. Uh, so yeah, yeah things like that. Like when I was coming up, I didn't do. Yeah. You know, and I, I wish I did, but I didn't. I didn't do there it. There was no really literature on it either. Yeah, really, yeah, was there? Like, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, they just at like, least I hop, didn't know about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hopping the ice ice bath. There was no YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Everybody talking about it. Uh, for me, it was just more like, all right, let's train. You mm-hmm. sore? Let's train. You tired? Let's train. Yeah. You sick? Let's train. You tired of training? Guess what? Let's train some <laughs> yeah. more. Which is why I think that I mean, which is why you know longevity guys like LeBron, you know, they they're able to you know play twenty one plus years because they invest. The old management. Yeah, Michael Jordan didn't do that. <laughs> That's why he ain't played twenty one years. Yeah, but he, well, he didn't. He need played twenty one years. Actually. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. But he didn't put up the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Though. yeah, LeBron has a lot more minutes. Yeah, yeah, but him. but but Michael Jordan got six championships. No, uh, LeBron has four. Okay, six is more than four. Last time I said, <laughs> you know, we, we nobody. You can't go. Up. No, that's that's another conversation for I another say, day. Like, like, what I was yeah. gonna get to was how much he invests in his recovery on his. Uh, you know, obviously mm-hmm. us fighters, we don't have off season, but you know, we could still do uh, invest in ourselves to right. uh, come back better. You know, within the week, uh, sorenesses, bruises. You know, uh, I think that's the biggest thing because a lot of guys they just after training. They go home and they eat, sleep, then they do the same thing. Then mm-hmm. they wake up. Oh man, I'm so stiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like like I told him, I was like, 
Like, wh- I've been, wh- yeah, he's, he's been putting me on a, uh, he told me to start, you know, rolling out and stretching out. Yeah, foam rollers. Or even, like, I told him about the cold showers. Like, one of the things you do, she get into the shower, yeah, yeah. like, 30 seconds, mm-hmm. and just, like, have it cold. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. and those things can really heighten good blood flow. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of science behind of it. And, like, mm-hmm. and these are things that, like, we don't want to do because it's, like, sometimes uncomfortable. Uh, but it's, every time it's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah every yeah. time. But, but it's great. Yeah. And, 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 like, listen, Elijah is 21. I know. Like, I, first of all, yeah. I didn't have my first fight until I was 27. So the fact that he's learning this stuff now, yeah. like, I believe that he could easily be one of the greats. And even if he doesn't, like, make it to that level, because there's so many, like, variables that, that would stop it. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's going to have so much knowledge to pass on. Like, if he wanted to be a really, really great coach, he's going to be able to do that. So he's got a, a multiple different career paths that mm-hmm. he can go and, like, yeah. and live a happy life and do what he wants to do and not what he's made to do. Yeah. All right. So December fifteenth, guys, we're gonna start wrapping this up. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So is there anything else, or do you have another qu- or another question to add? Uh, before we wrap it up, just want to see. Okay. So for both of you, just real quick. Yeah. Next, this next year, twenty twenty four, we're coming up to the end of twenty twenty three. But twenty twenty four, if everything worked out the way that you wanted to work out, what would that look like for you? We'll, we'll start with Elijah, then Gilbert. I would say uh, we make a run. You know, I would like to you know, get at least three fights for next year. Um, uh, we go we go into this next fight, we win. Uh, I'll be 4-1. Four 4-1, one. Four one, say we know we go on another three, two, three fight win streak. You know, hopefully get a, get a, get in that title contention for next year and, um, and uh, work for that contract, man. Like that's, 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 I think next year will be the year that I get my foot in the doorstep. So that's that's what we have in have incoming for you know twenty twenty four, we make a run. Love it, brother. Well, win, lose, or draw. By the way, we got your back no matter what. We're a huge supporter of you, and we're always following you and watching your stuff, you and your dad always. and stuff. And we love you, man. I appreciate yeah, that. I, I think for for Elijah, and what he's really spelling out is like, because the best way the best way to the UFC is through the um, contenders show, and they, and that happens every August. So. We're not gonna make it this year because Elijah don't have enough fights. So by next year, we're hoping to make it. So we're gonna have about a year and a half to get ready for that. And during that time frame, we have to get ready not just for the show, but for the like UFC level. Because once he gets there, it's one thing to make it there; it's another thing to stay there. Mm-hmm. And those guys get tough. They come from all over the country. I mean, the world, mm-hmm. and they come with high level skills. And we got to be ready for that. So we got a year and a half to get some good fights, and to get some good skills. Now, for me, um, obviously, personally, is to build up the next crop of guys to come right behind Elijah. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm always looking for great talent. I'm always looking to help and work, and, and work with people and just build the gym to make, it, to make it viable for everyone, not just for fighters, but also for everyday average people who just want to learn self-defense to get in shape or learn jiu-jitsu or boxing or kickboxing or MMA. Some people actually have a dream of just stepping in the cage once, and I, I'm here for that. So to so really keep uh, Victor and May growing and getting better and, uh, and you know, spending – me personally, I want to spend more time with my girlfriend, with my kid. I want to travel a little bit more. I used to love to travel. Nice, man. And so, so next year we got some plans to go back to Costa Rica – and probably get another big trip somewhere. So that's my goal for 2024. I love it. Awesome. Where can we find you guys? We'll start with you, Elijah. 
Y'all can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, Shakur the Bag 02. Uh, also, you can find me on Apple Music, same name, Shakur the Bag, S H A K U R D A B A G. So keep that in stock. You know, go ahead, uh, stream the songs. And again, December 15th, Friday night. You don't want to miss. Grab your tickets. They can literally find yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You can literally find me. It's here in Colorado, or not Colorado Springs. It's in Denver, Colorado. So not far. We're looking around maybe, what, probably like an hour, or an hour and a half, you know, depending on what time you leave for traffic. Mm -hmm. So if I don't see you there... Yeah. All right, then we, then me and you gonna fight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, and remember, it's Shakur, like Tupac Shakur, and the reason why he goes by Shakur the Bag because Shakur is actually his middle name. Because mm -hmm. growing up, I was a Tupac fanatic, you know. Uh, um, so I named him Elijah mm -hmm. Shakur Smith. They caught the guy. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they killed him. So I, yeah. They Just recently. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother. But but yeah, um, it's about a month old. Yeah. <laughs> As far as finding me, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Respectfully Gil. Um, just how it sounds. And, and at Victory MMA CS. CS stands for Colorado Springs. And also on uh, YouTube, I have a really big YouTube page oh, yeah. uh, where yeah. I put out a lot of instructional videos, free videos. On that page, you can see our sparring. You can literally see me and my son sparring, punching and kicking each other. Um, you can see uh, how we train, our technique. And sometimes I try to promote little funny videos just to just to kill the whole monotony of just seeing arm balls and, and jabs. Yeah. And, and that YouTube page is on the Victory MMA, Colorado Springs. Love it. Fantastic. Sure. Well, sweet. Yeah. Well, this has been a great episode, guys. And it's been it's always a pleasure having you guys on. And Thank you. Uh, you know, we always support you guys. So, yeah, yeah we appreciate the support back, too. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Thank yeah. you, guys. Man. All right. Well, this has been the CIS Business Podcast, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Yeah.